Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I told you to hide them in the hallway closet. No, you said closet. This is my bedroom. What if they came in here before I... Before you tried to give us up? They would have killed you first. Honey, I'm talking to Jesus. Stop. Why are you even defending her? We're here right now because she and Rich didn't handle things like they said they would. The Saviors tried to kill you. That was a misunderstanding. And as soon as the Saviors leave, we get them the hell out of here before something bad really happens. Stop! They're staying. Or do you want to make it public? You want to make the deal with Alexandria public? Lose your plausible deniability? Lose your position? So you're going to be in charge now? No. It's just that you won't be. Welcome to Fear Me. Fear Me. You just fear me. Hi, I'm Kim. Stuart. Scott. Welcome to the Fear Me podcast, episode 54, where we're going to cover The Walking Dead, season 7, episode 5, Go Getters. Go get yourself a beer. <laughs> what beer did you get, Scott? Uh, what am I drinking? Yeah, what you drinking? I, I am. I went. I decided to go international today. Um, oh. I'm drinking a Thai beer, Singha. Mm-hmm. I think pe- people probably have seen this before, but it's an import from Thailand. Um, it's okay. I wanted something a little lighter. Hmm. And I was, I was feeling a little kung fu fighting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, anyway, that's what I'm drinking tonight. Jesus. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Okay, Kimmy, what are you drinking, darling? Okay, as usual, another IPA. This is Southern State of Mind, and it's from the Sugar Creek Brewery Mm. and Southern Tier Brewery, I guess, from New York, and Sugar Creek is from North Carolina, and it's not good. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. Tastes tastes a bit like pancakes and beer mixed together. Yeah, it's brewed with Mm. maple syrup, and it's just a bit sweet. Yeah, that's frightening. That Scott dropped this one off. Thanks, Scott. You're welcome. Figured I would throw something weird on you. Um, (laughs) I didn't want it. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) You didn't want it so much you went tie on us. (laughs) Exactly. It scared me away from the American stuff. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to review this episode, Go-Getters. What did you guys think? I, I mean, I thought it was a solid episode. It wasn't my favorite. wasn't one I didn't like. It had it had some pretty cool moments in it, and it had some moments I, I was kind of left my head scratching a little bit. But, uh, um, but you know, I was it was entertaining overall, and it was good to see some of these other characters, what's going on with them. Yeah. And I thought Xander as uh, Gregory was great. He's always awesome. Yeah, certainly made you hate the guy. Yeah, no, I was I was excited to see Jesus again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was excited to see what was going on with uh, Maggie and Sasha and the whole oh mental 
fight between um, Gregory and Jesus that was going mm-hmm. on. That, right. I, that I think that was a, a good uh, layer to the whole episode. It was good. It was good. It was. It felt a little bit more like a setup, but um, there was there was definitely a lot of storyline that was in there. But it was it was definitely setting us up for something bigger in the next one. I think. Well, I'm really happy that we finally kind of bounced around a little bit instead of focusing on one group of people. Because we went to Alexandria and we went to the hilltop. But even in the hilltop, we kind of bounced around to different groups of people. And also Carl and Enid, which, oh, Enid. She is <laughs> so annoying in this episode. But <laughs> um, I think I feel like you, Scott, where I, I like this episode, but it wasn't my favorite. But I don't, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I just, it just wasn't, I don't know, there was something missing from it. But I really liked it. Well, I, measuring it up to the episodes up till this point, yeah, I think uh, that's that's where I said it was kind of more of a setup. Um, there were a lot of missing uh, storylines that we kind of needed to get caught up on that this helped out with, but it wasn't quite as exciting as some of the things that we've seen uh, to date in the season, and especially when you sprinkle in the roller skating stuff with Enid and Carl, I was like, oh. cheese ball. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. No, it's pretty. It's pretty uh, interesting to find a backpack with two pairs of roller skates. That's right. How convenient is that, huh? <laughs> there was a couple of uh, glaring uh, problems I had with the with the episode um, that were felt like they were kind of forced in there to make the story work. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, we'll talk more about that. But that's that was my biggest issue with it. But I still like seeing some of the characters back again. But yeah, I mean, I think you know, I agree with you. I think a lot of people would would probably say um, Gregory, screw Gregory, that guy sucks. But mm-hmm. he was a, it was a, a great character, and yeah. um, we learned, I think, some some interesting things to talk about with him, uh, with mm-hmm. especially with. Him like not remembering people's names. I thought it was oh, a, God, a great no. touch. Hilarious. <laughs> he was even the lady he was trying to get to bring the rhubarb pie. Right, right. You know, he's like Miss Clancy, and the guy's like, "No, that's Miss Morrison." <laughs> it was good, and uh, yeah. I I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, little subtle things like that were really well done with him. Yeah, I think the Gregory character, you hate him. Yeah. Um, he's a sniveling ass and right. <laughs> elitist, and and. That's what they needed. They needed to have that kind of anti- antagonistic uh, guy in there. Oh yeah, and he's episode. totally he's he's completely weak. Yet he mm-hmm. is leading these people, right? And uh, our people are under his thumb at this point. And the whole all the scenes with him and Simon made you squirm. Yeah, yeah, those were good scenes though. Yep, they were. I agree. I agree. I thought their interaction was great. I thought the guy playing Simon was fantastic. Stephen Ogg. Stephen Ogg. Yes. Yeah, Stephen Ogg did a great job. Man, that's some big teeth. Yes, he has a large mouth. <laughs> man, when he flashes those flashes those teeth, man, it's it's sinister. It looks like a Cheshire cat. <laughs> we need to talk. <laughs> that was a great thing. No, and I no, want to see this painting. We do need to talk. Well, yeah, that was good. that was that's the thing is like they're both of them are kind of comedians in their own right. So when they talk to each other, they're playing off of each other. Mm-hmm. Which made it so much more enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Exactly. And uncomfortable. And uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Exactly. I don't know what I was more uncomfortable for. The fact that uh, Gregory was such a sniveling little ass, or uh, the fact that Simon was just creepy. Yeah. At times. 
I'm assuming Simon is like, like he's one of Negan's henchmen, like one of his like his um, number one guy. Do you think he's his number one guy? Yeah, like I do. Th- I mean, so here's what I'm trying to get at. Do you think there's separate little factions, like like well, Simon's group that go out he, and collect? Didn't he people? say we are your Negan? I, like, no, he, he said I am. He, he says, says I am, I am your yeah, Negan. I am your Negan. Oh, I thought he had hinted at the fact that there was like he wasn't like the only person being Negan. No, he what he was he, what he was trying to say is that um, we don't need to relay this information back to oh, Negan. Oh, right, because you tell because you're Negan. Yeah, because he said you tell Negan that you know we're mm-hmm. trying to do what yeah. we can to right get supplies and stuff. Yeah, and I I do think Simon's his number one guy. I mean the whole um, you know execution of Glenn and, and Abraham's scene, he was talking to Simon the whole time. That's right. Mm. Yeah, because he, he was asking who's the Good leader. Yep. And he said, yep. this one right here, Rick. Yeah, and I think that's why Simon is off leading his own group. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's he's the uh, he's the guy that's going to be tipping over Hilltop, and uh, Negan wanted to take care of Alexandria. But man, he brought a lot of guys with him, so it kind of makes me wonder is he... I don't think he's as ruthless as Negan, but has he done something in the past that has made these guys follow him? I would imagine he's done a lot. Yeah. I mean, if they're, I think, I think just the fact that um, he's close to Negan makes him and he has Negan's intimidating. Ear. Yeah. That, and you know, tons of people would follow him just because he's, he's the connection. Yeah. Well, I think that's the shocking thing is that he brings so many people with him to a to Hilltop when they first go in, because it's like, why are they bringing so many guys? Yeah. Yeah. Because that that's a clue right there that they know some some shit's going down at Hilltop yep. um, and they're well, coming to collect. Right. You know, I know we're taking this a little bit out of out of context from what the actual story progression is, but. I think it's interesting to to explore Simon and his group and so forth and what was going on at Hilltop. What did you think of their plan to to show how much that um, that Hilltop needs them by doing the whole car music thing? Yeah, and locking them in. Yeah, that was kind of confusing to me. First of all, does Hilltop not have lookouts? You know, I, it exactly. Goes, it goes back to what um, Negan was saying, though, which the last episode was service, right? Yeah. And yes. Negan's service that he was supposedly offering was killing the walkers. Right. Because he went out and right. killed a couple uh-huh. in front. He was like, see? That is the service we provide. Yeah. And so I think, um, you know, them being able to defend themselves is showing, oh, you think you don't need us? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But... How do how you know how does a bunch of guys sneak into this compound, light all these fires, put this car in the middle of it, leave the gates open, and someone had to turn on the music, yeah. you know, and not one person saw them. Exactly, that's what I was thinking the entire time. They got parapets all around the wall. I mean, you you see in other scenes the guys walking up on the wall. Yeah, especially the fact that they were able to lock all the doors. Right, that's like the most like, crazy thing to me. You know that's going to cause some noise, and yeah. nobody heard that. I mean, granted, some of them were asleep, but that's ridiculous to me. In the in the day, you know, in that day and age, when when you know that there's Negan's people out there, 
and even Rick's people out there and, and other groups they're not even sure about, mm-hmm. you're going to have somebody on the wall. Hell yeah, man. And if that was Gregory's call to pull people off the wall, then he certainly is not the leader that they need. I can't imagine why he would. There wouldn't be any reason to pull him off the wall. I totally agree. but I mean, he's more knows? nervous about, you know, getting caught with, with uh, the Alexandrians. Why would he be, you know, sitting duck like that? I don't know, and I don't know why they would sacrifice such an awesome gremlin. I know. That thing was sweet. Did you see, like, nice. yeah, did you see, like, the, all the mesh and stuff on the windows? That thing was, that was awesome. I love the uh, the brushed metal bird. The oh, what? yeah, 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 yeah. The on brushed, the back? Brushed metal bird. The middle finger on the back. Oh, That yeah. was pretty sweet. That was a cool touch. That, that was What was cool even touch. better was um, Sasha, was it Sasha's, or was it Maggie that saw it? Oh, that went to the back. It was Sasha. It was she Sasha. went to shut it down. Yeah. yeah, and her face where she was like, "God damn it!" Yeah. When she saw the middle <laughs> finger, that was hilarious. That thing was beautiful. <laughs> that was a nice piece of crap. No, but it was. I, I mean, thought. that was that thing was souped up for the apocalypse. I yeah, mean, come was. on. Mm-hmm. It was a zombie killing machine. I, I think it might have beat all the cars that they had on display at the Walker Starter. Honestly. Oh yeah. But hey, who knows? Maybe you'll see that one at the next Walker Stalker. Yeah. The Gremlin. The Gremlin. Yeah, but that that is my big glaring disbelief in this show. I agree that, with you. That whole thing with the compound. Yeah, I, I agree like, too. Where did that come from? And I thought it was just kind of forced to, you know, push the the issue with Negan's people. Well, and, and yeah, and it, yeah, it kind of there was there was other parts of it too mm-hmm. that were kind of like a little silly, but mm-hmm. like what? <laughs> well, I mean, okay, we'll go all the way into like the 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 uh, tractor pull. Mm-hmm. Big, tr- <laughs> yes. big wheeled tractor coming out to crush the gremlin, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it was silly, but it was pretty damn awesome. I okay. actually wrote in my notes that's a good example of badassery. Yeah, I guess that's where it goes. It goes a little bit more comic book that way. Yeah, and then Jesus flying around. <laughs> Those were awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Jesus kung fu fighting. Yeah, man. he just kind of kept flying into the frame, like kicking people in the face. I love the way he climbed down from that balcony. That was pretty awesome too. Sliding down the band, yeah. sliding down the, the uh, His, pillar. Yeah, and everything he, did, he was doing was like, oh my god. He did that roundhouse kick off the trailer. <laughs> yeah, was, trailer door. Right. That was pretty good. That was the first thing he skills. did. I think. I think that was the first, he like ran yeah. up the side of the trailer and like kicked the guy in the face and was like, what the. F- where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus knows kung fu. Jesus can walk on water. Did you see that little <laughs> that little bit on the Talking Dead when they did the the montage of, of yeah him yeah training? the eighties montage oh, of him training with, with his the hair 80s music. flying? Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good. But, I don't know how he did that with it without it with a straight face. I, oh, yeah, goodness. honestly, I was like, Kim, what the what is he doing? And Kim was like, well, he does that in the comic. I was like. Okay, yeah, well, a, he does that in the comic, but I figured on. he had to do it in the comic. It was a yeah. very comic-y moment. Yeah, yeah, because it was definitely not something. Well, they you needed to expected. have like the big graphic, like word, like kapow, <laughs> yeah, and that sort of thing. That would have been perfect. <laughs> Boom! Whack! I would have liked to see him fly all the way across the compound yeah. with a kung fu stance, like a little wire above. Jesus is the man. <laughs> Only to kick Simon in the face. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> no, but I mean, I, I, you know, Stu, it was, it was bad, but it was also good. Yeah. Because it was, it was caricature at its best. Yeah. Of, of the Jesus character. And it, it was fun. It was fun. But uh, yeah, I was laughing my ass off. Yeah. There's not many episodes I've actually laughed at before this season, but this one was pretty good. I think they, I, in all honesty, I think they intended you to laugh at that a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they meant it to be kind of funny. I agree. So what do you think of the whole Gregory thing, though? Like, the, the idea of him being so, um, like, he's just under Simon's thumb mm-hmm. and looking out for himself and does not really care about the people of the hilltop. He certainly doesn't care about Sasha and Maggie and comes down on Jesus when Jesus is like, you shouldn't be the leader. And he's like, oh, you want to be the leader? And you'd have to stay around a little bit longer if you wanted mm-hmm. to be the leader. You know, that sort of thing. So what, what do you think of his personality, I guess? Like, I mean, he, I feel like he's kind of like the, oh, you know, feeling sorry for himself in the position of leading everything, you know? Like, you know. Like he's making a sacrifice for the greater good. Yeah, exactly. Look at, you look at what I have to do. Look at what I have to put up. You couldn't deal with this. Mm-hmm. And yet he's I, pro- he's just like an alcoholic, like sitting up in his throne room, like sure. completely divorced from everybody else in the hilltop. You know, I mean, when they st- <laughs> when they grabbed those bottles of liquor, he was like, <gasps> it was like his children. Oh, I know. It was, I mean, that was kind of a messed up scene for him because he was trying at that point, though, I didn't think he was trying to give them away, but he was trying to give away Maggie and Sasha. Oh, totally point. he so, was. Because he thought they were in the closet. Yep. Oh, yeah, definitely. And um, Jesus played it I, off really well when he shook his head. At I him. totally felt like he like he was doing something good when he opened that closet and they weren't yeah. there. Until mm-hmm. Jesus pointed out the fact that, yeah. They were in trying, the other yeah, closet. Yeah, well, until he comes closet. running in the room and going, yep. I what told you to put them you? in the hall closet. Yeah, right, right. I was a little disappointed in Jesus' character's inability to stand stand up to gregory early on mm-hmm. you know i thought i thought of jesus as having his his act together yeah a lot and he seemed to be fearful of trying to put himself out there you know i thought about that too and wondered if um, because a lot of the people at the hilltop seem to be that way mm-hmm. and i'm wondering if that is a product of gregory if gregory has been so out for himself since the very beginning. First of all, I'd like to know how he got chosen to be the leader, but he's been so out for himself from the very beginning and kind of wishy-washy on what his, on his decision-making. And I'm wondering if that kind of spills over to the people that live at the hilltop and in turn Jesus in that he wants to do good, but he doesn't know how to do good because he hasn't been shown the example of being good. Does that make sense? I think the way he got in control or the way he was chosen to, to run the place is he was one who wanted to. I don't think anybody else really wanted to be mm-hmm. in charge. Right. So, and he was blustery and politician and, uh, you know, everybody's like, okay, if he wants to be in charge, I'm fine. And I think, you know, that, that the Hilltop's been kind of isolated. Uh, things have been going pretty good for them. In essence, yeah. people, people weren't going to rock the boat. Was he a politician in real life? I mean, I in think the so. former life. I think so. I mean, he sure acts like one. Yeah, I feel like he was something high up, but I can't remember what. Because I remember he said it last season when we first met him. Yeah. We found out what he did in the previous life. But that makes me wonder, too, like, what 
if he was a politician or he was in some sort of authority position, has he always been this way? Or is he just a scaredy cat now? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't remember them ever saying what he was. Honestly. But I'm pretty but I think sure that the scene when, when the starting out the entire thing, when they are at the graves, mm-hmm. not starting out the entire thing, but when they go okay. find the graves, was a great introduction of Jesus again. Mm-hmm. And kind of this caring, you know, kind of accepting us back into the community thing. When Gregory shows up there, it was great. Because he, like, he didn't even know Sasha was not part of the hilltop. <laughs> that was great, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, he's like, don't even trust these people. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. He's like, just go about doing your work like we normally would do, now, and did he, we'll get rid of them. Did Jesus mention that, he, that she was pregnant at that point? Uh, I think so. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. he was like, okay, well, you get, yeah, because get yourself he, together. and Yeah, because he's, he was trying to get them to leave, and Jesus was fighting for them to stay. And I think it was actually Sasha who said that she was pregnant and she couldn't leave. And the okay. doctor had told yep. her that she needed to stay, Dr. Carson. How sad was that scene, though? That's I cried. Did you? Totally. Which scene? The graveyard scene. Oh. The yeah. first opening, well, not the opening scene, but that first time we see them at the grave. And oh, and she lays the pocket watch down. Yeah. That was so sad. Which they then take from Gregory later on. <gasps> Motherfucker. What a guess, jackass right. move. Yeah. Another it example. Was, it was totally. Well, it just says, says a lot about uh, Gregory, that's for sure. <laughs> he, didn't, he's, he said it was a nice watch. He's, he mm-hmm. didn't want it to be left out in the rain, he said. <laughs> right. Yeah, he was a piece of work. Well, anyways, I think that first scene with them at the at the grave was was super sweet. And... Very sad and bittersweet. You know, with the previous episodes that we've seen so far, we've kind of forgotten. If we've been allowed to forget about what happened with Negan and Abraham and Glenn, it, we've been kind of removed from all of that. And then to see their graves again, or their graves for the first time, and to see Maggie for the first time and how she's dealing with everything, but also to know that the baby is okay it just brings it all back and how sad all of it is and that she is now fighting for not only her life, but also her baby's life. Oh, it's going to make me cry. Yeah, seriously, are you getting ready? Oh, it's just so sad. <laughs> what a mercy. <laughs> mm. It's a touching moment. Oh, my God. I can't very, handle it. It is very sad. <laughs> but um, <laughs> And then Sasha, poor Sasha's like, mm, all Abraham had was a cigar. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That was good. <laughs> I did love the way, though, that, that at the end of the show when they showed her smoking the cigar and sharpening a knife. Uh, that was yeah. cool. You, that was good. Sasha and Maggie were total badasses this yeah. this episode. Oh, yeah. I love the direction they Well, and that's, that's when the saviors come in. They're like, oh, you actually took care of all those walkers. Mm-hmm. It's like, how the hell did you do that? <laughs> and it was, right. it was our two girls that did it. Yeah. And Jesus. Jesus helped. Oh, yeah, Jesus. But that was, was it. His flying feet. But Sasha, I mean, um, Maggie is has placenta previa and is still up walking around as if nothing's wrong and right. being a badass and still protecting uh-huh. everybody. Right. Mm. I, I tell you this, though. One thing that, that struck me with um, 
with uh, Sasha that I didn't quite understand is why she was busting on on uh, Jesus so much. I mean, you know, she says, you know, something to the effect of, well, what have you done, you know, for us or something, or you should have been doing something for us. You know, and I, I was thinking at the time, oh, well, I don't know. He's been advocating for you. He's been uh, helping you whenever they, whenever you see them, you know. I didn't get where her anger towards uh, Jesus was coming from. I think she's just mad because, or not mad, but I think she's kind of disappointed that he's not fighting more or fighting harder. He's He backs down very easily, especially in front of Gregory. He, but he's such a kind-hearted person that he doesn't, I don't think he knows how to stand up. I don't think he knows how to fight, I guess is what I'm yeah. saying, with words. Well, yeah, I mean, she's trying to say, just, like, let go of being, you know, wussing out around Gregory. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's like the world we live in, there's not time for the kind-hearted right. approach mm-hmm. to stuff. This Lives are on the line here. And, uh, I mean, because lives were on the line here because Sasha and Maggie were getting ready to get kicked out. Right. So it's like right. there's no time for niceties at this point. Yeah, it's like no, no, there the isn't. Pot. But it, but it's not like you know. I mean, the guy has already done a lot for them. He got them in yeah. touch with of the hilltop. But she's their... also trying to. She's trying to convince him that he doesn't need Gregory. That he needs to be running the place at that time, right? Mm-hmm. During right. that conversation, it's like, why aren't you running this place? You have the abilities. You have the knowledge. And Jesus is. I mean, he doesn't want the responsibility. Mm-hmm. I think is what it comes down to is the responsibility. Of all the other people. Because he can go out and do whatever and get whatever, and that's the freedom of what he has. He doesn't right. want the responsibility of then leading the people because then he wouldn't have any freedom. I mean, right. I can understand that. Yeah, and he doesn't uh-huh. have very thick skin. Though, I mean, he did. He he completely looked weak in that scene when she's arguing with him because he's. I mean, he he's he's pretty much admitting to the fact at his facial expressions, whatever that. Um, you know, he, he understands. He knows he should probably stand up, but he doesn't well, want think, to. I think it's also apparent that um, this has been a um, actually a topic that's been bounded between Gregory and Jesus for a while. Because, you know, when Gregory looked at him and said, um, so do you want to do it? Mm-hmm. Do you want to yeah. take this? You know, and it was almost like they've had this conversation a bunch of times. Right. You know, so you're going to do it now. I'm sure they you have know? because... We've already seen Jesus several times not happy with the way that, with the decisions that Gregory has made. Case in point, there's nobody on the wall watching. (laughs) I mean, what a dumbass thing to do. Well, I have have a feeling that the people of the hilltop probably would follow Jesus more than they would Gregory. Oh, I agree. Like with what Gregory said, well, you have to be around. Mm -hmm. If Jesus was around, not running out Uh of the walls, then they probably would be following him, not Gregory. Mm Mm-hmm. And because Gregory seems more like the pawn that's up there that just makes it easier for Jesus not have to deal with the rest of the people. Yeah. You know, he's the guy in the big house. That, yeah. But Gregory doesn't look at it that way. Gregory but, looks at it as if he's a great leader. But I think that's that, I, I think that's magnified by the fact that he doesn't even know the people's names. Jesus does. Like right, Jesus right. knows all the people in the community and Gregory, right. Gregory doesn't even know who they are. Mm-hmm. Right. So he is in the big glass yeah. house. Well, I think Jesus just tries to um, uh, limit Gregory's influence. You know, he, he kind of works around there to keep Gregory, Gregory um, isolated from uh, 
what damage he could do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, so you're saying he he influences that. Yeah, versus yeah. Gregory kind just of, sitting up there drinking all the time. Right, he's 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 running interference. Yeah, you know, he's kind of making sure that the people don't have to deal with the you know don't have to deal with the fact that they got this idiot. And well, he leader. seems perturbed about the fact that pe- he doesn't know the people's names though. Mm-hmm. Well, because yeah. he should. Right. Any well, great leader knows they know their community. Right, and that's where Jesus is. He gets kind of pissed off that he doesn't know who brought the food up, or right, because he's distanced himself so much from the people who basically serve him. Right, he doesn't care. I mean, right. that's the thing. It's, it's, and it's which right, which if means you cared, that... you would learn the names. That's that's the whole idea of the name, the name issue in the show or in the comic. I would imagine is that they're showing that this guy doesn't really care. He doesn't take the time to learn people's names. Right. Mm-hmm. He doesn't bother with that. He's concerned about himself. Exactly. But he's got these grandiose ideas about himself that that feature him being a leader of men. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he's really, I th- he's more kind of a, just a stopgap guy that's in there. And I don't think, any, I think most, you know, well, I don't know most, but I think a lot of people in the Hilltop don't have any respect for him anyway. They just don't care to step into the position. Right. Well, we've already seen that most people respond to um, Jesus anyways. We saw that mm-hmm. last season mm-hmm. when that one dude got his neck sliced open. Yeah. Well, think how, think how quickly uh, Gregory backed down mm-hmm. when Maggie decided to take charge. You know, yeah. even when he, Jesus stood up to him and said, you know, and he said, are you going to be in charge? And he says, no, but you won't, or, but you won't be either. Right. And right. he's definitely a paper tiger. And uh, I, I don't even I don't think people were really even taking him seriously. You know, the one thing that I was curious about is that both Sasha and Maggie showed how strong they were in this episode to the people of the hilltop and to Jesus uh-huh. and to Gregory. Uh-huh. How come what is it about Maggie that made Jesus think that she's the one that should be leading and not Sasha? Because even well, be, Sasha was like, you know, Maggie or somebody well, she else. She pulled a, she pulled a, you know, when they, when they, um, when the test was being done by the uh, saviors, you know, when they sent in the, the music gremlin and so forth like that, Maggie took charge. She mm-hmm. said, you know, she said, Jesus, go help Sasha. You guys go close the gate. You know, she just took over without even thinking about it. She got the big fucking tractor and, yeah, and then she took the, the big, gremlin. big fucking tractor and <laughs> ran over the gremlin. Um, that's leadership but, right there. But the the thing I find funny is, what is there like five people in the hilltop? I know. Where was I? Mean, they're all hiding. Is... Well, they were all locked up. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Oh, but geez, you know, someone's got to come out. Um, that's what I was thinking. The two was guys like, on the porch. Like, they had to crawl out of the the roof of the uh, trailer and stuff. I was like, man, those guys really locked that shit down. Yeah, yeah they did. Shut that shit down. Do you think they locked everything, or did they, or did uh, someone like Gregory or whatever lock their trailer? Oh, oh I didn't think about that. No, um, I don't think it was Gregory. I think it was the well, Saviors. I don't think it was either, but I mean, it's a possibility though. Gregory's too chicken shit. To do well, when like Simon that. was in the library with Gregory, though, with, with a, a candlestick, candle <laughs> 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 he, he did say he did say we've been working all night. Yeah. You know, he was he was saying, yeah, you guys are supposed to be working for us. We were working all night, right? To right. to you know make an example of them. Yeah. So I'll show you show you how we can help you. Yeah. 
So it was a pretty elaborate scheme on their part. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was, yeah. it is a, it's a lot of effort just to, to scare the that. crap out of them. I mean, yeah. just the gremlin in there by itself is fine. Just shove, the, break down the gates and the gremlin in there and let all the walkers follow it in. But the fires, that's the fires I can't get. That's the thing I can't get. They made these big bonfires. That takes oh. time. Well, what they are like... they dragging all the wood and everything in there to make these big bonfires? Saviors like to roast marshmallows. I guess. <laughs> they love I guess. it. I thing. don't want to keep harping on that. That was that was silly, but nonetheless. But the the scene in the library mm-hmm. was great between uh, Simon and uh, actually before they even got in there, when all the saviors came into the front door of the mansion, right. and he's like, "Yeah, make yourselves at home." Mm-hmm. And and Simon was like, "No, no, we're here on business." Yep, we need to talk. Yeah, I just love the way he goes. I want to see this picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he was talking about the painting. Yep. I got to see this picture. He's like, I don't know who told me about it. Doesn't matter now. <laughs> he was playing it up hard too in the, when he was there with, uh, with, with Gregory. That is one beautiful piece of artwork. Such an uncomfortable scene. Because mm-hmm. Gregory is sitting there like, yeah, agreeing, but at the same time completely agreeing because he is wussed out on this guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. Um, he, he, Simon well, just keeps talking about how awesome the painting is. Oh, it's pitiful to see. It's pitiful yeah. to see. Well, the worst part is that um, Gregory almost blew it about Sasha and uh, Maggie being there at the very beginning of that scene when he's like, I read your message loud and clear. And he was like, uh, Simon was like, well, what, what, what message? What was our message? Yeah, what was our message? And he's like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, do you think he was trying to give, or almost giving up Maggie and, si- and Sasha? Or do you think he was about yeah. to give up Rick's group altogether? You mean Simon at that point? No, 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 no. Gregory. I mean, Gregory? Yeah. Um, no, I don't think so. I think he was just, he was kissing Simon's ass. Well, no. Well, see, we got your message. I, I think that I think that he thought that Simon and Negan knew that they had contracted Rick's group to help them take care of Negan's group. Remember, because yeah, they had right, them. Right. Well, that's that's what Gregory was nervous about. Right. That's what I'm that's, saying. Yeah, and I mean, he completely blew it because of that. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, well, when he when he acted like you know when he when uh, Simon mentions about the guys getting killed, mm-hmm. um, and Gregory's kind of like what. What? Yeah, he's like all when of them. When did that happen? Yeah, they're dead. You know, and and you can see Simon's kind of looking at him like, "Come on, man, give it up." And that was the people they were talking about the people from the outpost, right, with the big satellite yeah. dishes. Yeah, because they're the ones who dealt with picking up the stuff from the hilltop. Okay. Because that's why the hilltop people took them to the satellite dish place. Gotcha. Okay. Well, so then Simon was asking Gregory. Are there any hitches that we should know about? Like, right. it, it sounded like he knew something more mm-hmm. than what he was leading on. He was, I think I, he was getting clues as from from Gregory, because Gregory was freaking nervous was as hell. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I think there was that. And I also think he was just, he was just like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't trust this little sniveling. Yeah, person. I think he was, he was fishing. Yeah. And, and he was just kind of like, anything else I need to know? Because mm-hmm. he was completely, he was completely happy when he went up to that closet and there was a box full of liquor. Mm-hmm. Oh, that yeah. was it. That was it. It was pleased. Done. Yep. 
Yeah. yeah. And he didn't he didn't insinuate that there was anything else he was thinking about either. No, I don't think they knew that. I mean, cuz they they were told Maggie was dead. So, I, mean, I don't think they were looking for him. Yeah, but I don't I don't even think these guys knew about that. Negan was mm, told that. Possibly, I don't even yeah. think it's I don't think they would have even thought that Maggie would have been there. Yeah. I don't think they were looking for Maggie. Yeah, I wonder what day this happened in relation to when Negan's group visited Alexandria. I, I think it's pretty close. I think it might even be like the same day. Could have been the same day. Yeah, so, they all went out to hit both communities. So they had, did they give him any clue that, that um, Rick's group was trying to help? I don't think so. Did, yeah. I mean, like, I know, well, I'm saying before they went to the hilltop, did the saviors get any clue that Rick's oh. group was trying to help? The hilltop. The hilltop no. folks. Do you remember? I mean, there was nothing, right? Okay. No. So. No. But I don't remember them even talking about the hilltop period. Right. So Simon and his group going up there was pretty much just a house cleaning kind of thing. It wasn't like they, it wasn't that they really knew that anything had. I think they knew at that point. I think okay. they knew. They, there may not have been any discussion about it that we saw. Oh, because they were heading there. They were heading there. Right. Okay. Yeah. And um, I, that's why, you know, uh, Negan was going to Alexandria to bust them down. Right. And he was sending Simon up there to bust the hilltop down. Yeah. Because okay. they were colluding. Stupid question. Because, I mean, they were blocking every road to yeah. the hilltop at that point. Oh, that's right. 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 Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they, right. they're at some point, that's they, were, point. Yeah, exactly. they were clued in on the fact that they were heading that way. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it, uh, and Simon's whole mission there, Bitch I think, nuts. was to break them down. You know, Simon's mission <laughs> was to break them down again. Yeah. Right. You know, and I don't think it I don't think. Um, I don't think Negan needed to do it because I think they consider the hilltop to be pretty wimpy. Um, no, Negan was needed elsewhere, so Simon took care of that one. Gotcha. That is when Abraham said bitch nuts, wasn't it? Yes, when okay. they came upon one of the... <laughs> yes, the roadblock. The roadblocks, yeah. The roadblock. Scott still needs a sweatshirt that says bitch nuts. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, hey, you know what? I thought um, the, uh, you know, getting back to Jesus. I thought the uh, the little talk <laughs> he got are you, to. Are you coming to Jesus? I'm coming to Jesus. Okay. The little talk he was given about the flowers. That mm. was a little. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Right. Too, too, a little He's bit our, too Jesus. <laughs> or hippie kung fu fighter. That's what I was gonna say. He's our little hippie guy. Uh, He's well, all what about the green essential oils. And yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yep. <laughs> and then he flies across the garden to kill a fly. It's like, come on back to my <laughs> place. I got a massive, I got a massive bong. Come on back here. We'll talk more about flowers. Well, maybe that's why he doesn't want to be in charge. Dude wants to go get high every now and then. Could be. Could be. I know he. Not, I loved it. I loved it at the end when he was in the back of the truck and he pulls that scotch out. Takes oh, a big yeah. swig of it and then and starts then pouring the it out. out. Yeah, that yeah, was good. That was, that was good. a good scene. And, yeah. and I was like, oh no, the scotch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I thought maybe, I thought actually maybe he was going to save a bottle for Gregory. Oh. Uh, because he was that whipped. Oh no. Oh no. But I was, mm-hmm. I was kind hey, of happy. He to wasn't see whipped at he, that he point. Has no he res- wasn't whipped at that point. He has no respect for Gregory. The only he doesn't like Gregory. I no, know. the only reason he does anything for Gregory is for the other people to keep him in place, so mm-hmm. it helps the hilltop I mean, people. 
I mean, he and was that's... the one who told Gregory's no longer in charge. Yeah. It was Jesus. It wasn't Maggie. Maggie wasn't even aware of the power play in essence. You know, because right. Jesus, you know, Jesus said, uh, I think I know who should be in charge. And Maggie's like, who? And he said, well, we'll talk about it later. I but know, I don't like, think he duh. was, yeah, but he was not, I don't think he was talking about himself. No, 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 no he, was he was talking about, about her. Maggie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, That's what okay, I'm saying. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Jesus made the power play on behalf of her. Gotcha. Right. And, and, um, so he wasn't whipped at that point. He was, he was done with, he was done with yeah. Gregory. I mean, I don't think he was ever whipped, but I'm just saying I thought he was trying to save that for him, for Gregory. Mm, I don't think so. I think he was saving it for... He didn't want Negan to have it. That was I was surprised he, he didn't drink more. <laughs> he had a pretty good shot. He took a shot and then poured it out. I was like, maybe take another one. I don't know. Maybe he... <laughs> I, you know, I'm, my thinking when he started doing this, he's going to pour all that liquor out. Yeah. yeah. And really... And he's just going to start opening the bottles and just start look, you know... Make Simon out look the back bad. Of the truck. Well, what does it matter? They're yeah. going to have to jump off that truck before they get anywhere anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but the guy will arrive at Negan's place with a bunch of empty bottles. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. Before we stop talking about the whole Gregory thing, um, I just wanted to bring up the awesome line that Maggie said when he was trying to come on to um, Sasha. I was like, hey, you and me, we can go talk about... What's going oh, yes. on? A little one-on-one. Yeah. Yeah. And Maggie, um, and he called Maggie something else. What did he call her? Marsha. And yeah. she was like, I'm <laughs> not Marsha, not dear, not honey. It's Maggie. Maggie Ree. Right. That was awesome. Right. And that was out of the comic book. Well, that was after, right. And that's after she said, this is our home. Yeah. Now. Mm-hmm. But in the comic, she says Maggie Green. Hmm. So I really like that they changed it to Re in this in the show. Mm-hmm. It was very powerful. Yeah. yeah, thought that was good. That was my favorite line of the whole episode. So you're already giving your hit? No, that's not my hit. Okay. I, it would be nice for us to hear from some of our listeners on what they feel um, that Jesus's intentions were. You know, is Jesus really want? Maggie to be in control? Did Jesus really kind of engineer that in the mm-hmm. end? Mm-hmm. And what the hell is Jesus going to do now? Because now he's on a truck going over to find out where the saviors live. That's all right. He's got Carl. He does. Yeah. Well, actually, I, I, Jesus on his own is fine. Now he's got Carl. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm-hmm. what the hell is he going to do with Carl? He's going to try to Although, convince you know, Carl not I, to blow everybody away. Can I just say, even though I think that um, Enid is annoying. <laughs> really? And the, and the storyline with Enid and Carl is a little annoying, even though it's cutesy. You know, some people might like it. I, 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 just, I find it a little bit uh, unneeded. It's kind of like that Southern State of Mind beer. Yeah. 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 Maple beer. Too sickly sweet. Sappy. Unneeded. But I, 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 I like Carl more this season. Because he's standing I, up for himself? Well, yeah, well, maybe, yeah. I, I guess it happened in the um, episode before, like, the service episode. Yeah, where, when he took a shot at that guy. Well, when he pulled the gun on Negan. But uh, yeah. it, it didn't just happen then. I just, I, I think I've, Carl's just been better this season. Mm-hmm. His character's been better this season. Well, he's, you like angry Carl. I like angry Carl. Yeah, mm-hmm. angry Carl's good. He's not the little okay. boy that gets shoved into mm-hmm. the... 
house anymore and just totally forgotten about. Well, I, this the scenes that they had in this one were a little annoying because it was going back to like Carl running in the woods with Enid again. Like yeah, that's. Right. I mean, they gotta stop. Yeah, but even that. with Enid, when she first tried to leave the um, Alexandria at the very beginning of the episode, and he's like, "I'm tired of trying to help you." Yeah. It's like finally. Yeah. But then he still goes out and helps her. Right. But he well, wants her to think that he's not going to be there. Although I have to say, mm-hmm. the scene when he's like, he hits the, the zombie with the car, mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. pretty sweet. And it then was, runs but back you know over what? the <laughs> zombie. But, but what I couldn't figure out is, is Enid looked very scared of the zombie. Same. That's and what I'm I like, was going to say. She's, she's been facing this stuff forever. She's killed tons of these zombies. Why would one lone zombie stumbling across the street be anything that would scare her? Well, not only that, but she's been going outside the walls by herself for a whole season. Well, yeah, since her parents died. A couple seasons. She ate a turtle, for God's sakes, raw. That was pretty gross. That's Um, why you don't like her. That's one of the reasons. She's... I'm sorry. She's just she's just a very annoying character to me. Well, she's just had the same storyline, the same scenes over and over again. She's constantly just, like, jumping over the wall. She's constantly yeah, has like these kind her of purpose. mystery and I guess, things that right, are happening. And right, that no one's ever really explained her. Right, and I think that's what makes her a little bit annoying. You would have expected something to have been explained about her by now. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they've dragged that little mystery out a little bit too far, or if there's no mystery, then why show some of this weird stuff that she's been doing? Well, she should have been you know. killed in the wolf attack. I agree. Yes. Because that would make us right. In this episode, she, <laughs> in this episode, she's just very naive too. Like at the end, when she realizes, "Oh, Carl, you weren't actually out for just a Sunday drive." Like, are you an idiot? Of course, he was out to protect you. He didn't. <laughs> Even just, Carl said that. Yeah, he's <laughs> Carl's like, like, "What are you kidding me?" Like, I don't know. It just she's just annoying. There's just no depth to her and. I really don't understand her purpose except to play the romantic interest of Carl, which, yay for mm. them. They finally kissed. That was cute. But what? so what? What now? And, like, now she's even encouraging him almost somewhat. Well, second base, Kim. <laughs> Whatever. She's kind of <laughs> encouraging him to go get Negan. Like, no. She's mm. heard what happened with Negan. Don't I don't think she was move. encouraging him. Well, she was like, I can't stop you. Right, right. But I think that Hell was yeah, more her can. just kind of giving up. But I don't think she was in, she was encouraging him to do it. I, I'm getting back to Carl, though. Um, so Carl's mission is to go kill Negan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jesus's mission is to go find out where Negan's compound is and mm-hmm. to let people know. So it's going to be really interesting to see how Jesus is going to be able to, um, I would imagine, be able to get Carl to work with him on his mission instead yeah. of going after Negan. Put a leash um, on Carl. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to, he's got to convince Carl that, that this information needs to get back to the hilltop and, and Alexandria on where Negan's compound is. Um, what do they call it? What was the community? The sanctuary. Sanctuary. Yes. Where is sanctuary? Well, they just need to go talk to Rick because he did the Morse code with Daryl. Yeah, he knows exactly where it is. Still it's going east. on that one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's east. It, it doesn't Still really rolling matter. That story. Doesn't matter where you are. It's, it's east. east. Always east. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's 
great. No, no compasses but that's, needed. That's a very it's good point. It's kind of like getting back to Lost. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is? Right. Yeah, yeah like, you're right. Um, no, but Scott, that's a very good point. Like, what? Because Jesus hasn't really been able to been, he hasn't been very demanding, I guess you could say, um, up to this point. So what is he going to say to Carl to get him to back down? If He's going to have to because he knows Carl has a real good chance of blowing Jesus's mission. Yeah. You know, to save everybody. I mean, um, the spy. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Stuart. You were talking about um, Enid and um, and uh, Carl's kiss. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, uh, Michonne and, and Rick's kiss at the beginning was kind of interesting. Ooh la la, yeah. That was a big one. Um, what did you think she was intending by doing that? Uh, just saying, be careful. <laughs> Don't get your ass killed. No? What do you think? I think I think she was trying to show him that she still respects him, that she still oh. cares for him because he's been torn down so much. Mm, right. Um, you know, and he, he feels shameful about all, a lot of it. And you could see he was just going to peck her on the cheek. Because, you know, he didn't feel like he had her respect. Um, he didn't know where he stood with her. And she, by changing that kiss the way she did, she showed him where she sits with him. Cause, yeah, because I agree. Because in the last episode, she went out uh, to practice her marksmanship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and was away during all that time when Negan was there. And so, yeah. you're, you know, I mean, and that's the time when ne- when Rick is completely broken down. Right. Because he's trying to protect everybody. Mm-hmm. So she's showing that she appreciates, you know, him still and, and what he's right. done. And right. he doesn't, has not lost any respect for him. Right. That's she still point. cares for him. Yeah. So, That's um, good. Yeah. I thought it was a, I thought it was a good scene. I thought it was necessary. Um, so who went out on that supply run with Rick? Do you remember? Yeah. Um, um, uh, Ross Marquan. Yeah. Aaron. Yeah, he's uh, Rick was going out with Aaron because Aaron's the guy that's gone out. He's yeah. the yeah. he's the traveler. Yep. Um, he's still using him, and that makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he's he's experienced in the area and knows where everything is. Mm-hmm. Or where and you could tell isn't. you could tell Aaron is still um, still looks up to Rick. Yeah, and I think Aaron, I do think Aaron understands better than some that uh rick's position is what it is you know even when they had that scene um in the church when uh rick was talking about their new position and aaron's boyfriend wanted to get up and say okay so what are we going to do next and aaron was kind of like don't do it don't do it you you don't need to ask that right now because he knew he knew where rick was coming from Mm -hmm. you know he knew that rick because he was there for what everything that happened he knew Rick's uh, situation more intimately than um, some of the other folks did. So I think he's still, he's still in Rick's camp big time. I, yeah, I totally agree with you. And I think I, I, I just keep going back to the idea that Rick's got something up his sleeve and mm-hmm. oh, I totally agree. is not broken. He's not a broken man at all. And I think he's really trying to figure out a way to yes, work with Negan, but also to get around Negan. Well, I think I I agree with you, Kim, and I also think part of it is still going back to the fact that yes, he's still got something burning in there to deal with Negan, but 
you know, he, he'll show his leadership around Alexandria with those folks. But when Negan's, Negan or Negan's people is around, are around, he doesn't want to show that he's got something going there, that he's mm-hmm. got plans. He wants these people to kowtow to Negan's people right now. Mm-hmm. He'll, he, I don't think he's formulated a plan yet, but he knows there will be. Right. He knows right. he's going to do something. Well, yeah, there's but, always going to be some way. But now. they have to lie low. And the only way they can lie low is if Rick acts like he's whipped down. Yeah, well, they have to, yeah, they have to gain complete confidence from Negan's folks, who mm-hmm. obviously don't don't give full mm-hmm. confidence in anybody, but they have right. to at least make it seem like, okay, you know what? We're broken. We're broken to the worst possible, the possible place you could break us mm-hmm. so that Negan and his people go away for a little while mm-hmm. so right. that they can try and figure something mm-hmm. out. Right. And the only way Rick can do that is if he's if he's got a bunch of people there that are that are thinking, uh, you know, if he kind of insinuates we'll be hatching a plan later on, they're not going to be able to pull it off. Some of them will be smarting off to uh, Negan's people and stuff like that, standing right. up to them. So he has to make it look like he has no intention of doing anything. So he's got to, you know, he's got to convince them that they have been conquered. Yep. Yeah. But in his own brain, I don't think he thinks they've been conquered yet. No, but he sure shows it. That's mm-hmm. I'm telling you. I, I wish right. he gave us a hint of something. <laughs> Just like a thumbs up to the camera. Like, it's okay. <laughs> I think okay. Carl, though, I think Carl, though, said it perfectly when, when he did, um, when he pulled the gun on the guy that was stealing the medicine. Mm-hmm. And he said to Negan, you, you people just need to leave now. You do not know how dangerous we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So, and like, yeah, I'm sure Rick still got that in the back of his head. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I think it's a prophetic statement. They don't know how dangerous these people are. Mm-mm. They're going to find out. And I think you're looking at, too, with Maggie taking over Hilltop, okay, then there's, there's an immediate alliance right there between them and Alexandria. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the alliance against Negan's people is starting to build. I would imagine the kingdom will come into play mm-hmm. in that too. So we're looking at possibly an alliance, you know, an alliance set up to counter all of Negan's people. Yeah. You mean then, enough people, mm-hmm. bodies, enough bodies that are there that can mm-hmm. well, cause that's, yeah, be I mean, a force of reckoning. That was one of the things that uh, Rich, uh, Michonne, I almost said Michonne. Michonne. <laughs> Michonne said to, <laughs> to Rick was... Um, well, we, we have the hilltop, and he said, still, we're outnumbered. Right. There's, you know, there's still too mm-hmm. many people. So, yeah, yeah so I it, mean, maybe the kingdom could, well, you put a tiger in tip there. Tip the scales. It could yeah, tip the scales. Yeah, you could throw yeah, a tiger. Shiva could, Shiva could mm-hmm. take out a few Negan guys. Yeah. So, I, you, know, I, like, you know, like I continue to say, I've never read the comics, but I have a feeling there's a war coming up. Yeah. I would, I would assume so. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to look at Kim. And thankfully, none of our listeners can see Kim. Well, you're pointing exactly. it out. <laughs> well, I know we, nothing. No, of course you know nothing. Mm-hmm. That's why I love you. Mm-hmm. And because of that fact, we're going to take a break, I think. I do believe so. We'll be back in a moment to do Hit or Miss. Everybody was Kung Fu In fact, 
All right, everybody, we're back, and it's time to play Kim's favorite game. Is it just we're, my favorite game? Well, <laughs> you certainly see it show a lot of glee when it comes up. Is it Planko? Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Okay. Now we're going to play Hit or Miss. All right. Kim, you want to start us out with your hit for this week? Sure. My hit for this week is just female badassery. And Sasha and Maggie stepping up to the plate, getting the shit done that they need to get done, taking <laughs> charge, showing them how it's how it works. And I love that even though both of them have just lost people that they deeply care about, especially Maggie, and Maggie is pregnant and potentially could lose her baby, she's still in charge and still a force to be reckoned with. And that's, you know, it's just awesome. I think the, I think they're channeling a lot of anger. I do too. I just, I really like that story. And a pregnant, angry woman is a scary beast to be. Hell yeah. You do not mess with women like that. Um, so I'm really excited to see where they take these two characters, especially Maggie. And I really like, that that story arc is now being approached um, because it is a story that's part of the comic and hmm. I'm excited to see how it plays out. Cool. All Stu, right. what's your hit? Um, my hit, actually my hit is when Gregory opens that closet mm-hmm. and Maggie and them are not there <laughs> and he loses all that liquor. Because the look on his face is like, fuck. <laughs> it was devastating. And it wasn't, it wasn't even, he, he gave him the one bottle, and then, he, and then uh, Simon picks up that whole box. The misery on, on, uh, on uh, uh, Gregory's face was only equaled by the glee on Simon's face. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, I mean, I don't know, again, as, as an audience member at that point, you don't really know that he has he was trying to give them up. Right. But I think when you find out that he was Yeah. That that's a hit. That's a, actually that's a big hit. It is, but you know what? I, 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 I did feel a tiny bit of, of sadness when I found out he was trying to give him up. Because I yeah. thought for just a minute there, okay, maybe there's some redeeming quality to this guy. Yeah, it, he's well, trying to yeah. protect him. Yeah. You know, he's he's going for the scotch, he's gonna give it away as a as a, you know, distraction. Um, but no, nope. He's a dirt bag all the way through. It was dis- disappointing when he goes and like starts talking shit to, to Jesus for the mm-hmm. fact that they were supposed to be in that closet. I told you that, to put them in the hall yeah, closet. That, that actually was disappointing because mm-hmm. you, you, I mean, you felt like maybe Gregory had a little bit of decency. Mm, right. Nope. None. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, my, my hit is, um, my hit is, is a hit. And I wanted it to hit again. 
and that was Maggie punching Gregory. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. She, she, you know, when she smacked Gregory, that was great. And I really, really would have loved it if she had smacked him one more time. I think that would have been <laughs> even better for the scene because he started making some snide comment. I just would love to have the writers have written in her taking one more crack at him. <laughs> Like, it, great. like it's not a one-time thing it will happen no. again yeah yeah don't yeah. even try it pal don't yeah. you're not getting any you're no no you're dead pop so uh but anyway That's that awesome. was my hit love that scene love that scene well my miss Uh-oh. is dun, 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 dun. the entire enid character storyline mm. i don't think she's a very strong character she's not very convincing um, the line at the end where she realizes Carl was not out for a joyride annoyed me to no end. I just think the whole Enid part of this episode felt forced. Her mm-hmm. interactions with Carl felt forced. I did not see any love between the two of them. Yeah, there's no chemistry there, is there? Not at all. And it was almost like Carl, the character was interacting with her just because she's the only other female teenager in the world that's left. Well, there's something to be said for that. I know, but I just don't, it's just not working for me. Hmm. No, I agree. So. Stuart? Uh, my only miss was that they crushed that gremlin because it was awesome. <laughs> that was and a it's sad, quite disappointing. sad yes. state of affairs. Especially with the middle finger on the back. I, I, mean, I hope somebody took the middle finger off of there. I do have so. kept that as a souvenir. Yeah, I I really don't have um, a miss for the other than the Enid thing. I agree with you on that. I I don't have another one though. I okay. Well, my miss is is a big miss. You uh, have a bunch, aren't you? No, no. Okay, okay. Um, no, really. Uh, my miss is some of our. You know what I talked about earlier is the fact that there was nobody on the wall at the mm-hmm. hilltop. Uh, yeah. When the when when the saviors arrive, are mm-hmm. you kidding me? The saviors yeah. are running around inside your compound for at least an hour. That's like Apocalypse One Hundred and One. Yeah. Well, um, the, the other side of that, Scott, and, and to just to back that point up is Gregory was already nervous about having these people right. in his compound, so it wasn't right. like it was a normal day. It wasn't right. That's like, what I mean. There yeah, should have you would have absolutely at a minimum had somebody up on the wall watching no i i thought it was just that was just that was a silly scene that uh hope they tried to put in there to propel the story along but yeah. uh nah fell flat oh they didn't feel they need to explain it because nah, if they because if they explained it it wouldn't have made sense <laughs> it did not uh, anyway that's my miss for this week all right, that's a good one. Excellent. The good thing is, I would say about this episode, I think I had more hits than misses. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you know, after watching it, I, th- I kind of felt like ah, there wasn't a ton that happened. Again, you know, it's going back to you know, it's kind of a setup episode. But mm-hmm. looking back on it, there was a lot of actual good progression. Like, yeah, I agree. In the storyline for this one, and there was good interaction, except for Carl and Enid. Yeah, and. I think for all the episodes so far this season, I've easily been able to find a mi- I mean, a hit, and it's been a struggle to find a miss. This was the only episode where right away I was like, Enid. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I gotta ask. So Enid goes off, and she's like confident, like I'm not gonna be seen, right? 
mm-hmm. she goes mm-hmm. off towards the satellite compound, right? And that's when Carl jets. Yeah. Right. And ends up in the back of the truck. What was she mm-hmm. trying to accomplish? She She's she was trying, trying to get, get to Maggie. Maggie. Okay. And and you know, and I and I got to to your point, I got to call out one thing too. Is I don't know where this Maggie and Enid relationship came from. I mean, I know they had some interaction, but uh, they're almost like sisters now. Well, it was more of an Enid Glenn interaction relationship. Mm. And the two of them felt very strongly for each other well, as true. like a father-daughter uh, type thing. Right. And gotcha. she was out blowing balloons up. Right, which is why yeah. the green balloons were put on <laughs> Abraham's Gotcha. gotcha. Grave I forgot about accident. that. Yeah, I kept and thinking so, there was something between her and Maggie. Right. So by default, Maggie mm-hmm. you know, is included in that interaction. Does she still have that tank of helium? She must have a tank of helium somewhere, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't now, know that I, those necessarily were helium balloons. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to the the makeup crew. Um, you know, with as with as wonderful as all the zombies have been and the walkers and so forth on the show and so forth, I thought uh, Maggie's makeup to make her look sick. Oh, was oh yeah, yeah, she was yeah. They pallid. did a wonderful job with that. Yeah, they did really did. Over the last couple episodes. I actually thought she was almost dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, I thought that was fantastic. That was a great piece of, uh, of makeup art. She was gray like a flopping fish. Mm-hmm. With those big red eyes. Yeah. And so forth. Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. Cool. All right. Well, we do have quite a bit of listener feedback. Mm-hmm. Yes, Sweet. we do. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. KR at Lady Dixon said... Loved Maggie punching Gregory. Me too. Loved the re-reference and the ending. Sad but amazing season so far. Every episode has been brilliant. Misty Rain said, Carol and Maggie have always been my heroes. They have learned and grown into such strong, kick-ass women. I love Xander Berkeley, but you gotta go. Did not realize he was so (laughs) evil. Can't be in charge anymore. Although he is looking out for his people. Or himself. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, Xander Berkeley wrote in and said, Well, I thought the two statuesque fellows over by the Mantle Place were simply wondrous. Didn't you, Stephen Ogg? Which was a nod to Stephen Ogg, who is playing Simon, from mm-hmm. Xander Berkeley, who is our Gregory. The real That's Xander right. Berkeley. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool that he wrote back uh, when, yeah. I, when I posted something up on Twitter. And we appreciate his work. Yes, we do. And he's, you know, he's reaching out to people a good bit and he's been he's been responding to us a good bit, which is awesome. And Michelle Ring um said too short LOL because of our discussions before about how things are too long from the last episode. Uh wish they were always 2 hour shows. All right. No. All right. I think I'm going to disagree with you, Michelle. Oh, but no, we're always it's it's sad when it ends. It's sad when it ends, but I don't know if I can handle two hours. You know one thing, I'll tell you this. I'm getting so um, badly hooked on these television shows where they where they release the whole season. Yeah. And you can binge watch it. Yeah. I'm having a hard time with this once a week thing. Really? After having watched those. Oh, I think so it's long. great. The anticipation and the... I guess, but I mean, I loved it when, when I was so excited when like Daredevil came out. Yeah. I couldn't wait to yeah. sit down and binge out the whole thing. I lost a whole weekend to that show. I think that's what 
I enjoy about this show because it's one of the few that I actually watch that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, it's, yeah, it's one of you know, few. it's it's Definitely. the anticipation of it. Mm-hmm. Because when you can sit down and just watch whatever the hell you want all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some some of our listeners that actually wait to watch it so they don't right. have to watch it with commercials. They can right. zip through it with without mm-hmm. commercials, whatever. And I can understand that, but it's like having something that only comes on at a certain time. There's the anticipation. And with that, you know, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, and, you know, people are emailing us and stuff like that. It all builds up on Sunday. Like, you start getting, like, tons of emails and tons Mm -hmm. of people, like, you know, spouting in. What do they think they're going to say? Sure. So it it does get exciting. No, and I get get that. I'm just kind of getting so used to being able to uh, binge seasons now on different shows. and Whatever, Scott. I kind of enjoy it. Don't whatever me. Yeah, now I'm going to whatever you. That's going to put you to the side, buddy. That actually was a pretty good whatever. (laughs) We've been binging the latest American Horror Story season. Oh, it's been good. Wow. Roanoke? Yes, that is I saw good. the first four episodes. I haven't, Don't tell me anything. I haven't no. watched the rest We've yet. We've only got one episode left, and... You will like it. it for, is. for a show to be as scary as it is, like, I'm constantly mm-hmm. jumping out of my seat and covering my eyes. Oh, it's fantastic. I love yeah, it. Yeah, but you did that when you watched H.R. Puffin stuff, so that doesn't really say <laughs> <Yeah>. much. <laughs> well, he's kind of a scary dragon. He is, he, he is. is. Um, but that show is really well done. Yeah, and it's it not, it's, I mean, there's nothing that is like, that stands out to, um, that would be, people would have a, objections to. I mean, other, it's just scary. Well, yeah, okay, pulling intestines out of people. That's yeah. kind of nasty. But I, I, I thought this season was particularly interesting in the way that they have it set up. Yeah. Where you have actors playing actors. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, yeah, and you don't you almost don't know what the time frame is on some right. of it because then it's the actors playing the actors and then yeah, I'm not going to tell you anymore cuz it gets even crazier, Scott. Right. Actually, it does. I, like don't. they layer please. some more in there. Yeah, I started seeing some of the layering. Marketing and like uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's good. If if people haven't seen that yet, it's actually really mm-hmm. well done. Now, we'll say this though. I I got to make a a big uh, faux pas on them for sticking mountains on the North Carolina oh, coast. Oh, I totally agree with you. <laughs> That's the most ridiculous thing ever. If you're going to do the Roanoke story in North Carolina, be realistic. It's flatlands, right. folks. There's yeah. no mountains out but there. Anyways, we digress. We did. <laughs> we digest. So David Valentine said, Are we to believe the saviors are so big that they have subgroups managing sectors? Why don't the Alexandrians move? I can see why Rick's group is tied up since members are missing, but the rest, I would be packing and heading for the sunset. Well, we know that they've got they've got individual groups going out. I mean, we've seen it with the kingdom already. That was a different group than we've seen. Yeah, that's going true. To pick up supplies. No, so. but what I, I think what he was saying is that that why are the Alexandrians staying there? Well, he's also saying, are the saviors so big that they have multiple groups of people? Which is what I was saying. Yeah, but but I mean, so like, would they catch you if you tried to get away? Would they have all these other multiple groups and subgroups? Well, you'd that have would... to give up. You'd have to give up your whole community. I mean, in essence, you're giving up all your homes. Yeah, and but uh, yeah, I think what he's saying is get the fuck out of there. Well, I think there's two different things that he's saying. First of all, we've already heard them say the saviors could number in the hundreds. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yes, it is that big of a group that you could have multiple factions. But two, 
why do the Alexandrians not just pack up and leave? Because of mm-hmm. what you're saying, this is their home, and they've established um, sanctuary, so to speak, for themselves because they have walls, they have a house, they did have mattresses, um, mm-hmm. you know, they've got food stores, all these things that they're starting to build a community. Actually, Anne Frank on Crank uh, argued and said that they're uh, not really capable of field survival either, which I think is a good point. That, These that people, is good. I mean, yeah. don't forget, you know, not long before they found Alexandria, they were walking, wasn't that when they were dealing with the drought and so forth, where they couldn't even find water? I remember Maggie walking down the street, everybody was about to pass out. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were hiking yeah, they, around trying to find some something. Yeah, some that was the episode when, that, right, that was the episode when, um, when uh, Daryl was eating the worms. Out of the uh, ground. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, so they know that um, it could be even worse out there. Mm-hmm. You know, without a place to live. Right, but the Alexandrians, who are very inexperienced and know nothing mm-hmm. of this world, they right. would pretty much die out there. They would not mm-hmm. be able to defend themselves against walkers in the least bit. But I, what I think what David is saying is that here you have this guy that's just taking all your resources. He's mm-hmm. killing people. And what's the point of even holding on to this place? Right. Yeah, I mean, if you're under the control, if you're, I mean, because they are like, Rick's like, we're under the control of this guy. He owns us now. Mm-hmm. If if you have somebody that owns you now, like, why don't mm-hmm. you get the hell out of there? It's, I, I, and, I, and the other side of that is that what he he David said was that I can understand Rick's group staying because they're missing people. Mm-hmm. Alexandrians leave, like but they're not missing anybody, but they're they, relying on Rick. I think they Rick. recognize, right? But I think they recognize that their community is is not a commonplace. You can't just leave and and build another Alexandria. Um, you know, a lot of work went into building that community. They got some swanky houses too. Yeah, they got nice houses. They've got very sturdy walls around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you have threat of death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I th- yeah, but I mean, if you know, as far as they're concerned, a lot of them, you know, if Rick says we can work with this, then we work with it. But we I, still get to sleep in our, our own homes. I think for the Alexandrians themselves, the original Alexandrians, they've got two of the worst fears to choose from. You either go up against the walkers and living out in the wilderness and fending for yourself, or... You live in this cushy place, but you have to deal with Negan. As long as you give him food, he'll leave you alone or whatever it mm-hmm. is that he needs from you. He'll leave you alone. So you kind of have to like weigh both options. And for a lot of these people, especially if they have children or, or elderly people that can't move around, this is the best option. Mm-hmm. You stay hey, you know, put. That's, a, that's an interesting thing, too. Have you ever seen any, any uh, elderly people? No. No, hmm. I haven't. Mm-mm. Maybe some middle-aged folks, but hmm. I don't think I've seen any elderly people in this show in ages. Except Herschel. Except Herschel. They're Walker bait. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, yeah, um, you would think even even within Alexandria, where they're more protected and innocent, mm-hmm. yeah. there would be somebody that was older. Yeah. Telling stories. I guess they've all died off. Making cornbread. <laughs> Making cornbread. Being the grandma Brewing and the beer. grandpa. No, brewing beer. Be good. Brewing beer. Always got to go to the beer thing, don't you? Shut up. All right. Anne Frank (laughs) on Crank said, Loving the Maggie arc. 
ground ground laid for internal conflict and saviors. Carl and Enid, a little interesting. For a setup episode, thumbs up. Totally agree with you. Everything uh-huh. that I said. I cannot wait to see where they take all this. They've totally set it up. Okay. I agree. I think it's a, that's a good way of looking at it. Fan Mom said um, it was sad, yet uplifting. Maggie, Sasha, Jesus, Carl, and Enid really rose to the occasion. Gregory, not so much. <laughs> exactly. Yes, so Scott Gimple was interviewed by Yahoo News, and he was asked about this whole Morse code thing. Hmm. And whether that theory from the fans was true or not about the last episode. Oh, oh, Scott, you ready for this? You just did your own Morse code right there, I think. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, quote, I would say this theory makes it official that this show has the greatest viewers and fans around. (laughs) (laughs) Good answer. That is a good answer. (laughs) He also said, quote, I will also say it was an incredibly sunny day. So he's pretty much not denying it, but he's also saying that there's probably another answer to it. He also went on to say that um, Norman Reedus and Andrew Lincoln are very good friends, and so it's typical for them to communicate with each other when they're on set. Mm-hmm. And so it's not... Wow, that's not going to be going on during the cameras. Well, no, no, no. no. I mean, he said it's on. not beyond the realm of reason to think that they were communicating Jesus. with each other in some way, but... He's like, that's, you know. Sounds like he's he's saying, wow, we've got some really creative fans. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It does sound like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I guess, but, but he's not saying no. I don't know. He's not saying no, but he's pretty much saying, hmm, yeah. well. That's mm, a stretch. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Um, east, buddy. Go east, Scott. Go east. Go east. So this next little bit is a is spoilery. So if you don't want to hear this, go ahead and fast forward. But earmuffs, earmuffs. Season seven wrapped up their filming yesterday in Sonoy, Georgia, and uh, Greg Nicotero immediately put a picture out on Instagram with a zombie that we've never seen before, and he alluded to the fact that it's a tribute zombie zombie mm. that is going to show up in a later episode this season. And it is actually Dr. Tung from uh, George Romero's Days of the Dead. It's the first zombie that shows up in that movie. Hmm. He does the exact zombie over again for the season seven finale. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. So we've already had, who was that, Bud, that we had from Day of the Dead? Oh, Bernie Wrightson? No, 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 no. no. Oh, no, no, no. No, from Day of the Dead. Uh, it was when Glenn was going through the tunnel with Tara and he yeah. was shooting those zombies that were at their feet because mm-hmm. of the cave-in. Gotcha. Right. Yeah, it was one of Yeah, those. some of them were buried in the pile. Yeah. And then we exactly. had the Bernie Wrightson tribute zombie, the swamp yep. zombie, which was actually fantastic. Right, right, right. So, like I said, season seven just wrapped up. So, if... You plan on coming to Sonoy or Atlanta to look at filming? You better plan accordingly because they're not going to come back until April. Wah, wah, wah. And they normally film Monday through Friday, so don't expect to see them on a 
weekend either. But there's always Nick and Norman's restaurant. So if you want to come to Sonoy, you could always eat dinner there and maybe one of them will show up. Well, I don't know if most people know that you can go down to Sonoy during this time. Like you're saying it's going gonna, it's gonna to be off till April. Mm-hmm. Right. Hiatus. But um, you can go down. You can actually watch them filming the show. Yeah. I mean, you can see sets. I mean, the sets are right in the downtown. It's well, crazy. Well, Alexandria is always up year-round. Yeah, right. Alexandria is in the downtown of Sonoy. Yeah. I remember when you guys sent me those pictures of the uh, of the 18-wheeler crashed into the tower of Alexandria. Yeah. right. Oh, right. Well, yeah, we saw all of that. Um, and downtown Sonoy was Woodbury, mm-hmm. for those of you that don't know. Oh, and plus there's, like, all kinds of people that are, like, scouting out, like, little shots. Yeah. Little shooting areas. That are all around the town. There's lots of places to go visit. That yeah, it's actually, it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's the Walking Dead experience. Yeah, it it's a, it's a lot of fun. You don't need a tour guide. You can actually just go online. You can find all the places that people have been shooting stuff. and Or you can call Kim. <laughs> she knows a lot of stuff. Well, there's actually a Google map yeah. that has all of the places saved on it. Right. That you can look up. So that's what we used when we were down there. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We just we just kind of scouted around for a day. So I reported a couple of weeks ago when Jason was on our podcast that um, Chandler Riggs was accepted into Auburn University. And at that time I said, hey, it's highly unlikely that Carl would be off the show because Auburn is only two hours away from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Well, right after season seven wrapped for filming... Chandler Riggs' dad posted something on his Facebook account that was immediately removed, but it was seven-year contract completed, exclamation point. Grateful to AMC, cast and crew, TWD fan base, and especially Chandler for always being 100% dedicated. Whether it was getting up at 4 a.m., working in the freezing cold past 2 a.m., leaving his friends and carefree kiddum behind, scrambling to make up missed schoolwork, he has done it without complaint and always made me proud and amazed to be his dad. Mm. So. Sounds like uh, maybe Negan's going to have the best of, of Carl. Well, it's leading a lot of people to speculate that maybe something serious is going to happen to the character towards the end of this season. Maybe Carl won't be back. Or maybe dad was trying to push them to sign a, another contract. <laughs> exactly. Which is a good point because this is the end of season seven And we actually heard from a friend of ours um, that we've told you about before that works on set who said that all of the major characters, all the major actors, their contracts are coming up at the end of season seven Mm, to be renewed. Yeah. So this could have been a ploy just to see, get the fan Mm -hmm. base. A negotiating uh, ploy. Right. Exactly. So who knows? Either that or or we'll get rid of Carl at the end of this season. Hmm. I'm kind of hoping not. No, I, again, I, I'm kind of liking Carl a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Totally. As long as they get rid of... I mean, if that came out that Enid was leaving, then I think I'd be happier. <laughs> <laughs> but you used to say the same thing about Carl. I know, I did. I actually did. Mm-hmm. Totally. Well, I mean, think about this kid. He's grown up on this show, and I'm sure... His hair sure has. <laughs> I'm sure there's other things he wants to do in life besides being typecasted as Carl. His hair might not let him do anything else. Right. The grass is always greener. Well, I told you what he said at Walker Stalker, right? About his hair. Yes. On his panel. He said that once he is out of that role, he plans to severely cut his hair off. 
like totally change his look. Mm-hmm. So he looks nothing like Carl. Okay. So, yeah. And the last little bit of news is that season three of Telltale Games, The Walking Dead, A New Frontier, the launch date has finally been released. Um, it was originally supposed to be released in November, but they had to delay it for some unknown reason. And now the new release date is December 20th. Okay. So check that out because um, Melissa Hutchison returns as Clementine. That's what I was going to say. That's the, the um, woman that co-hosts with Jason. Yeah. For and they fear. did the fear, The Walking Dead, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On oh. The Walking Dead cast. Oh. Yep, and I think you were even talking about, Kim, that we probably will be including the um, Fear of the Walking Dead mini-cast in our upcoming episodes, right? Yeah, um, if you guys have not been paying attention, the um, the web series The Passage has been airing during the Walking Dead episodes, during commercial breaks, and I think they just released number six of those. So I think in the next week or two, we'll definitely before the end of this mid-season finale, we will talk about those web series yeah, and mm-hmm. discuss it in detail. Yeah, it's those weird things when you like run to the bathroom during the show and you come mm-hmm. back and you think like it's actually a scene of the show. Right, but right, it's I've not. That, right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because they're yeah. only thirty second clips. I'm like, what? Are, where, why are in the desert all of a sudden? Yeah, and yeah, then but... it's like they say, oh. Where did you learn to do that? And like, oh, well, I'll let you know. And then I'm like, they cut. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's frustrating. Is that all the news, Kim? That is it. All right. Well, next week on The Walking Dead, Season 7, Episode 6, is Swear. Away from all the tragedy caused by Negan and his saviors, Tara and Heath run into trouble after crossing paths with a mysterious new group. Ooh. Another new group. Hmm. Hmm. I was not expecting that. No. And I am so excited because did you see the preview? Yeah. And do you know where that is? No. The preview. The preview is of some stranger that we don't we haven't met yet, and with a little girl, and they're walking along the beach, and they find all these zombies, and the little girl's killing them or something, and she comes upon another body that's laying in the water. And the lady comes across and was like, oh, wait, that's that one's not dead yet. And it turns out to be Tara. Well, that is Jekyll Island, Georgia. Yay. Oh. Yeah, that's the dead, oh. the dead, uh, Deadwood Beach. Yeah. Driftwood Beach. Driftwood Beach. So excited. Not Deadwood, Driftwood. If you yeah. ever come to Georgia to see the filming locations, you have to make an effort to go to Jekyll Island. First of all, the Georgia Sea Turtle Center is there, which is very close to my heart. <laughs> But also, Driftwood Beach is amazing. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's literally awesome. all these huge trees that have washed up on shore, and they still have their root balls, and so you can climb up the roots. And No, it's, it's actually a huge... I'm sorry. I, I hate to take the wind out of your sails. It's a huge forest that's actually being enveloped by the ocean. Mm-hmm. So you have all these trees right. that are like huge live oaks, like massive live oak trees that the ocean is actually taking the sand out from underneath them. And so the tree, but it's just, yeah, it goes out into the water, out into the waves, right. all these trees, it. like just standing out in the water. It's really yeah. cool. It is awesome. So I'm excited to see this on the TV show. Yeah. Cool. It is very cool. Yeah. Very good. Very good. But we have a new... <laughs> 
group that we're meeting. So who the hell are they? I don't know. Maybe uh, the Beatles? And they're at the beach. How did Tara and Heath get all the way to the beach? That's what I, I was know. trying to figure out. Like, how did she get there? Like, how is she washing up over, like, I don't, it's, yeah. But there's no Heath. Where's Heath? That, That's true. Not only that, there's no beaches like that in in Virginia. No, not at all. No. Uh, you got the Chesapeake Bay. But Scott, where yeah. the hell is Heath? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, Norfolk is, you know, quite polluted. Where's Heath? Pure tonnage. Where's Heath? Um, <laughs> what? Where is Heath? Where is Heath? Stu, where is Heath? Where's really? Heath? Crazy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we saw Jesus. Where's Heath? Know. We know where he is. <laughs> well, right. we have just a few more episodes before the mid-season finale. It ends on December 11th. Oh, so what man. is that? Three weeks? Uh, yeah, two, yeah, two, yep. three episodes. Is that it? Three yeah. episodes, I think so. Wow. Yeah. And then we won't come back until February, I think. Scott's nervous. So we'll. we'll <laughs> Scott's to, saying, "Thank God." We'll have to start thinking of some <laughs> things we can do during the break. Because last year we said we were going to cover the Star Wars movie, and uh-huh. I don't think we ever did. No, I don't think we did. So if you have ideas... Just like you... we always say we're going to put like uh, beers up on our website, we don't do that anymore. Yeah, we're slackers. Oh. But if you guys have ideas for things that we should cover, there is another new Star Wars movie coming out. We could always cover that mm. one. But things that we can cover during the season mid-season break, let us know, and we'll try to watch some extra movies and shows and whatnot. Yeah. We could always cover American Horror Story if Jay, if um, Scott catches up. Yeah. So, good times, good times. All right, well, I think that is a wrap. So, thank you to all of you for listening to the Fear Me podcast. You can download our episodes from your favorite podcast site. You can also find us on Twitter at Fear Me Pod. On Facebook at Facebook slash Fear Me Podcast and on the web at fearmepodcast.com or you can email us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. And yes, if you talk to us on Facebook, we will actually put you on our podcast. We will read your stuff on air. So please, you can talk more on Facebook than you can on Twitter. So go there. Exactly. We want to hear your voices. Yeah. So we'll be back next week for Season 7, Episode 4 of The Walking Dead. And we want to just wish everybody a very happy Thanksgiving and hope that all of you have a very safe and festive week with your families. And we are grateful and thankful for all of you. Definitely. That's right. Have a wonderful weekend, guys. It could be worse, but is a zombified humanity really a curse? No fear, I'm already dead. Never have to worry about who's in my bed. A friend, a job, it's all obsolete. The only thing that matters is what I will eat. Blood, brains, the holy grail. I got my eyes focused and I'm not gonna fail. Always thought I was special.
Thanks for... Thanks for listening to... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.